0: And I thank Gary very much indeed for the invitation uh, this evening to come here and share with you. And tonight is our second night of the crossword that is in the front here. It's comfort, comfort that Jesus showed to his mother. And to the folk that uh, are in Brookborough Methodist Church, I'm, I'm not, it's not the same sermon as, as yesterday. There may be some references that are the same, but it's not the same uh, sermon at all. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. His mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son, And to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Jesus was on the cross. He has extended forgiveness to his persecutors. He has offered salvation to the criminal next to him. And the soldiers have divided up his clothes. So I want to look for a few moments tonight at some of the folk that were at the cross. Namely, first of all, Mary, his mother. And we wonder what were her thoughts at that time. She had to have gone back to the prophecy 30 years earlier in Luke chapter 2. And it says, Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Then there was Mary, wife of Cleophas. She was the mother of James and Joseph. Well, we know very little about Mary, wife of Cleophas, except that she was his wife. But this tells us something significant. The fact that John mentions Cleophas by name indicates that he was a believer. Possibly with some fame. Then there was Mary Magdalene. She is mentioned in Luke 2 as a woman out of whom Jesus had cast seven demons. She had been in bondage to Satan, but had been delivered by the power of the Saviour. No doubt, as she stood at the foot of the cross that day, she contemplated the depth of the Lord's love for her as he willingly paid the penalty for her sin so that she might be set free. So if tonight we can draw near to the cross and recognize that God came in human form in the person of Jesus Christ for one purpose to pay the penalty for our sin and make possible a way of forgiveness for sin, for freedom from guilt and eternal fellowship with God. Then there was Salome. She was the mother of Jesus' Jesus's cousin, James and John, and the wife of Zebedee. We remember her most of all for the request that she made to Jesus, as recorded in Matthew 20. And it says Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling down, asked a favour of him. What is it you want? he asked. And she said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. As we think of this story, I believe Salome didn't understand what Jesus was referring to until she stood at the foot of the cross. And there at the foot of the cross, she was rebuked. For her selfishness. It was there she finally understood. That life in the kingdom of God. Has nothing to do with seeking one's personal preference. It has instead to do with entering into. And sharing our Lord's passion. For seeing a world that is lost in sin. Find forgiveness through his love. And as followers of Jesus Christ we are called to share in his suffering first peter 4 which simply means that we should become so passionate about seeing others come to Jesus that we are willing as Jesus was to suffer whatever might be necessary to see what happens we need to get out of our comfort zone so christ wanted to show compassion comfort to his mother he looked beyond his own suffering to minister to mary at that moment his pain his suffering was excruciating physically emotionally and spiritually But he cried out, woman, not a term of disrespect or formal in any way. But as we see the depth of his compassion, his concern, his love. We see it as he speaks to his mother. Mary is a picture of us. Mary was broken hearted, crushed. And maybe even a little unsure of her future. We are in need of Christ to take care of us. To provide for us in our time of need. Through Christ we have family to take care of us. Mary was like a widow. Jesus had brothers. But we believe they were not believers. He placed her in the care of someone he could trust. And this illustrates the care that is to take place in the body, the family of God. And we all need to be devoted to one another. Honour one another above yourselves. Live in harmony with one another. Accept one another just as Christ accepted you. Instruct one another, greet one another, serve one another in love, forgive one another, submit to one another, encourage one another towards love and good deeds, greet one another with love, fellowship with one another, love one another. Let us all take courage in the care and power and provision of our Lord. If he was eager to care for his mother as he did and showed it so much, how much more eager will he be today to care for those who hear and do the word of God? If Jesus could provide for the needs of his own at the moment in his great weakness and humiliation... How much more can he provide for your need in this present wealth of power that we live in today? And if Jesus purchased the church with his own blood and ordained that it be that in it grieving mothers find sons and sons find mothers, then no one should be without a caring family today in the body of Christ. We see from this statement of Christ on the cross, his character, his compassion, his concern, his care. The needs of others overcame his own pain and suffering and extended to those whose hearts and spirits were hurting at that moment. This reminds us that he demonstrates his compassion in the midst of our pain as we seek to put on the character of Christ and follow him, we are to show a deep compassion for others. First, Colossians 3 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Without pain and suffering, we would never fully appreciate the compassion of God. In James 5 it says, You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. It's hard to understand (coughs) sometimes (coughs) why things happen the way they do. But in the middle of our suffering, in the middle of our trials, he is there. He is with us. And notice that from that time on, this disciple took Mary into his home. And that disciple was John. And for John, when he was at the cross, the cross was a place of responsibility. As John stood at the feet of the cross, he was given a responsibility. He was more than willing to assume this responsibility in light of the sacrifice Jesus had made for him. And just as surely as the Lord had an important task for John to perform, he has a task for each one of us today. In light of the task Jesus performed on our behalf, you and I ought to be more than willing to accept whatever task he might assign to us. Labourers are few. They were few in Jesus' day, and they are few, maybe fewer, today. Churchgoers are many, but labourers are few. Why does this situation persist year after year? Why are there never enough labourers? The devil no doubt attacks us at the point of labouring for Christ. When we start to do something for Christ, that's when we get tripped up. Try to imagine the impact of a church on a community if every member of that church was a dedicated labourer, totally given over to Christ. And his cause. The church today. Need people. Whose greatest desire is to discover. And fulfill. God's will. For their lives. Laborers who when leaving the church each Sunday. Go out into the world with the consuming desire. To know Christ. And to make him known. To others. Matthew 12 says. He who is not with me is against me and he who does not gather with me scatters. To some of us the Holy Spirit is saying draw near to the cross hear the voice of the saviour as he assigns us a specific task to do then go and do it. The Holy Spirit is saying draw near to the cross and as we do, some of us will find it a place of redemption, others a place of resolve, others a place of rebuke, others a place of reward, and to others a place of responsibility. Whatever is touching you today, whatever is causing you sorrow or whatever, allow the compassion of Christ To cover you. Let him comfort you in the middle of your pain. He has promised never to leave us nor forsake us. In Psalm 116 it says, The Lord is gracious and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. So be a source of compassion to others. Take your eyes off your own problems for just a moment. And look around for someone hurting and in need of your compassion, your comfort, and the comfort of Christ in their lives. Remember, Christ demonstrates his compassion in the middle of our pain. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for that comfort, that compassion, that love that you showed to Mary, your mother, when you were at the height of pain, of utter ending, and yet you had time to think of your mother. And Lord, we realize that that same love extends to each of us. And as we come to the foot of the cross this week, may we come openly and honestly and allow your Holy Spirit to speak into our lives, our situations, so that we can hand everything over to you and allow you to lead us. And to guide us. And Lord help our faith. Our trust. Our love. Be deepened. So that we can reach out to those. Whom we come in contact with. Each day. And May we have that. Enthusiasm. To bring Jesus Christ. To the needy at this time. And so, Father, we ask just a blessing upon each of us as we contemplate all that you have done for us. And we give you the greatest thanks from the depths of our hearts. Amen.